the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, do you have daughters? There are four things girls need to hear from their dads, according to research. Uh, our friend Shanti Feldhan did for her book called For Parents Only. Okay. Number one, she needs to hear, I love you, sweetheart. Starting as little girls, females struggle with the phrase, am I lovable? Hmm. And dad, you're the only man in her life, so she needs to hear that from you. Number two, you're beautiful. Girls and women are hard on themselves, and they need to hear this from you, Dad. Uh, Third thing girls need to hear from Dad, I'm proud of you. And the fourth phrase that daughters need to hear from their dad, I'm always here for you, even if you make mistakes. You see, uh, what happens is when Dad is angry or he withdraws, daughters interpret that as Dad saying, I don't love you right now. And so that's why that's even rough. if you are angry, you need to say, listen, I love you always, no matter what you've done, but I'm, I'm frustrated right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that one is more, it's more than words. It's your actions. Mm-hmm. With that, that last one. That's a good list. Coming up. The interesting reason a lot of people don't have that many friends. Do you feel like you have some really good friends and you nurture those relationships or do you feel like you have very few friends do you want to guess, Kev, why uh, a lot of people don't have that many friends these days? Mm, because they have moved away from home. Oh, that's you're like right transient. on track. They that move, is they've, they've part of it. For yes, a job or something, and they don't. Yeah, know anybody. new research shows that friendships are declining in the U.S., and there are several interesting reasons why. Um, number one, you nailed it. It's because we move so much, hmm. as well as the fact that Americans are working longer hours. And spending twice as much time with their children compared to previous generations. The reality is they're just too busy and it's hard to keep up with their non-essential relationships. And sadly, friendships tend to be the first relationships that people drop. Huh. So bottom line, they're, they're moving and they're spending twice as much time with their kids instead of having friends. No kidding. Well, wow. I thought I, that was fascinating. We met a couple this weekend um, who are their older um, probably 60s like upper 60s and they grew up in the same apartment building in the bronx new york together like they shared a crib at one point like moms would get together and they share a crib (laughs) and as adults they've rekindled their friendship oh wow how cool is that that's wild isn't that crazy we should talk about this uh friendships now people people are saying they don't have a lot of friends nowadays because of a lot of different circumstances here's what i'm wondering though those lifelong friendships like you have a couple of them that are are, that go way back right uh to high school yeah Yeah. Yeah, i mean to me that's way back Mm -hmm. that's way do you have friendships like that that have stood the test of time like people you grew up with it's still now even though you're not old (laughs) that you're still friends with We'd love to hear about those friendships. We're talking about friends that you have for a lifetime. So, Taylor, real quick for you. Do you have... I'm going to give you like a little quiz here. Okay. A friendship quiz? Yeah. Do you have anyone that you're still in touch with from elementary school? Elementary school. Anyone that you're still in touch? Even acquaintance remotely on Facebook? Anyone? No. Well, only like 
not on social media, but I asked people about. No, not elementary. This is seventh grade. Okay, sorry. So yeah, so no, no elementary school. Sad. That was an because I moved away. Middle school, junior high. Anyone you're in touch with from middle school? Uh, junior from high. middle school, it's a friend that like I my my sister is good friends with her sister in law. Okay, and so every once in a while, I'll be like, "How's Noel doing?" But Do we're you, not friends on social media. You don't have contact with Noel. No. Okay, I would so we love can't to. count middle school then. We're saying no. Pretty much no, yeah. Okay, so elementary school, no. Middle school, no. High school, any friends? Yes. You still have friends from high school. How many friends from high school? Um, two. Two? And these are people. Jamie and Julie. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were them. both you in my talk wedding. You them all the time, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And okay. Julie ended up, she went to my high school and we weren't that close in high school. And she goes, hey, do you want to be roommates? And I went, in college? Sure. Why not? In college. college. And I thought, well, I know she like ties her shoes and takes a shower and that's about it. <laughs> Doesn't smell too bad. <laughs> so why not? And we ended up, you know, we're lifelong friends now. Okay. So college then you're still in touch with my roommate from college. Okay. Yeah. Anyone else from college? Well, Glenn, my husband, <laughs> we met in college <laughs> during Wheaton in the Holy Lands. Right. So yeah, we're, so. we're still friends. <laughs> we're, we're pretty close. <laughs> How about you? Do you have any lifelong friends? Would love to hear from you. Dale, we're talking about uh, friends for life. Do you have anybody you go way back with? I have my best friend and I went together from first grade all the way through high school, all the way through college. Wow. Still best friends. Uh, Another guy that I grew up with. We started together in the Bed Babies in Church. Oh, that's incredible. That yeah. is. This is a, the opposite of what this article said, that you know friendships on, are on the decline because we're moving so much and we're spending way more time at work and way more time with our kids. Mm-hmm. But Kev, i got to give you the friendship quiz. Do you have any okay. friends you're still in touch with from elementary school? Elementary school? I do not. I've try- I just recently reached out to a guy that I went to elementary school really? with. Really? He was on, yeah, on... Um, LinkedIn. Uh huh. He's like some big business consultant now and stuff. Ooh. And I, I, I hope he didn't think I was like looking for a job or you know wanting something <laughs> from him. He probably does. I was like, hey, remember we were in Miss Vickery's class together, and it's really cool to see how your life turned out. Why don't you shoot me an email? And that's wild. Crickets. There was there was nothing. Uh, how about how about middle school? Middle school. Yeah, I've got. Um, as a matter of fact, middle school and high school. Uh, my friend David Smith Bobo. He. Um, We've been in touch on Facebook quite a bit, and we still make each other laugh like nothing. Oh, cool. Like no one else can. And uh, we're going to Baltimore for Fourth of July weekend. Are you going to see him? uh, We may wind up (gasps) seeing him. For the first time since high school? First time, no, since probably shortly after Tracy and I got married. Wow, so it's, it's that's well, so well exciting. Over, well over 20 years. That's going to be a blast. I can't wait to hear about that. So, yeah, and we'll then, of see. course, you married your high school sweetheart. Yeah, Tracy and I so. went to high school together, so we have a high school reunion every day. Yeah. <laughs> every day when I get home from work. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's awesome. A, it's a high school reunion, yeah. I don't know about you, but I absolutely love animals. I love having a dog. We usually have two at a time. Right now, we only have one. Alex Mm -hmm. the Wonder Mutt. And we joke that it takes two adults to raise one Alex the Wonder Mutt. (laughs) She is just a bundle of emotions. And she's been the theme of our lives for the last couple days because a couple things are going on. One, we think... If it doesn't go away, don't worry. We'll take her to the vet. But we think she's done this before. She pulled a muscle... Like maybe in her chest. She's old. She's, we think she's like 15, but she's adopted, so we're not sure mm-hmm. her age. And you shouldn't like talk if, about a lady's age. I'm sorry. Uh, she's, <laughs> she's a senior dog. Um, but anyway, when she like gets up from laying down a lot of times, she will yelp. But she's also known to be like kind of a wimp. 
but she'll get up and kind of go, oh, like, mm. oh, it hurts. What and it's like, paw? have you checked her paws? Well, like we said, we think it, she's done this before. It's a torn muscle in her chest. Mm. And um, and so she keeps us up at night. We're worried about her. Um, we're just stressed. She didn't want breakfast the other morning. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, man. And so Glenn did not want to leave her. And so we went and picked up food for our wedding anniversary and brought it home. That was our big... Yeah, and what's, for your wedding anniversary. So here's the hilarious thing. <laughs> she hadn't gone <clears throat> number two all day because mm-hmm. she only will go on a walk. She won't go in our yard, even okay. though she has a fenced-in yard now. And so we take her on a walk, and then we're going to go pick up our food and go back home because we don't want to leave her. She, like, springs to life. She has a blast on the walk. She goes down this really steep hill. Like, She's smiling out. from ear to ear. Then she eats her whole dinner. So we, I was texting my sister like about my wild and crazy anniversary. And I said, yeah, Glenn and I are now joking that she played sick so we wouldn't leave her. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking to my neighbor about it and she goes, oh, well, that's what parenting is like. She said as a teacher, she would work, 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 just couldn't wait till Christmas vacation. Mm-hmm. Get the two weeks off as a teacher. And her daughter got the flu. Her kid would get sick, right? And they spent, <laughs> she spent the whole two weeks worrying about her little girl <laughs> instead of enjoying her break. And well, I said, what's yeah. Gonna, what's going to happen with Alex? Are you going to take her to the vet or anything? That's what I or? said earlier. I said, if she doesn't feel better in the next couple of days yeah. with her torn muscle, we'll take her in. Gotcha. Make sure it's not something more well, I serious. I missed that part because I was so worried. Aw, thanks. <laughs> Do you have any teenagers in your family coming up? The 16-year-old who just wanted to help her baby sister. Now she's helping so many people. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news! Any teenagers in your family? You are going to love this story. Eden is 16. And when her baby sister, Violet, who's only six, got diagnosed with a rare form of leukemia, she decided to organize a blood and platelet donation drive. Eden is so happy raising the awareness. It was great to see it all fill up so fast and know that we've brought a little bit of awareness to the need for blood. You may have heard there is a shortage of blood nationwide amidst the pandemic. Now Violet is pitching in to help. Thank you for donating blood. How can you resist her? She, now, she's so cute. Uh, please keep Violet in your prayers, by the way. Like I mentioned, she's only six. She just started her treatment a month ago. So she's got a long road ahead. But what a cool family and a big sister to rally around her. can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but my twin nephews... Mm-hmm. are graduates from high school. How did this happen? <laughs> they had their big open house party the other day. I can't mm-hmm. wait to tell you about it in just a minute. So I cannot believe I'm saying it out loud that my twin nephews are high school graduates. Mm. I'm looking at this picture of them from their graduation open house. That's what they do where they yeah. live. It's real popular to have an open house. But it's like They time... have facial hair. How did this happen? <laughs> right, time goes by so <laughs> fast, doesn't it? Yeah, when I first met them, they were born in December... And I drove to to my sister's house to meet my twin nephews for the very first time. And for the big reveal of these babies, these newborns, my sister put them inside red stockings. (laughs) You know, the kind that you would hang by the fireplace. Yes. So I feel like I blinked. They were in those red stockings yesterday. They should recreate that picture. (laughs) 
Christmas oh, time. Oh, we should find one of those giant ones. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, they would so be all about that. And I couldn't be more proud. I had some major FOMO because I couldn't go to their open house. It's in another state. Okay. And I was st- I stayed here and ended up, um, one of my nieces who stayed behind, she stayed with me mm-hmm. and Glenn. But anyway, they did this like Pinterest-worthy um, graduation party. And I love what they did. They they had party favors based on their careers. And so Aaron, I'm so proud of him. I've talked to him about, about him on the show. He's the brain tumor survivor. Mm-hmm. And he finished electrician school while he was in his senior year of high school. And he's already got an electrician wow. job. That's so pretty cool. Because he's an electrician, they had these pretty like light bulbs with a gold kind of bulb at the end with chocolates inside the bulb <laughs> and a note on it that said, here's to a bright future. Oh, that's cool. And then Very because like my it. nephew Isaac is studying to become a dental hygienist, they had those little like wind up chomper teeth <laughs> and his little party favor said, here's to a clean start. And I was like, oh my gosh, those are so clever. What a great idea. <laughs> a career but, you can sink your teeth into. Yeah, I'm just super proud of them and Try not to get all weepy about the fact that they're done with high school already. It, do, it goes by so quick, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Sure does. And that is so cool that your uh, nephews had such a cool um, graduation party themed and they did chomper teeth for the soon-to-be dental... Dental... What is he going to be? Dental... Dental hyg- hygienist. Wow, that's mm-hmm. cool. And then uh, electrician, that's cool. My daughter, Amber, I feel so bad for her because she's been... Uh, she's never had a graduation. Mm-hmm. She graduated high school early... Um, and long, I'm not going to go into all the details, but she owned the school that she officially graduated from, she only went to for one semester. Yeah. She was like, I don't even know these people. Why am I going to walk across the stage with them? So I'll just, I'll, I'll do that at college. Well, then she graduated college early and then COVID hit. So there was no graduation for Aww. that either. So she's like, I'm going to get my master's just so I can experience a graduation. <laughs> I mean, she's been like that stellar student, like straight yeah. A's all through, uh, right up through high school. And then huge high gpa and graduated all this stuff and she's never got to experience it's like you she crossed the finish line and didn't get the high five or the trophy you should <laughs> she face just, she just kept running you should facetime her and be like i i i'm so happy you're gonna graduate just so you know the the cap and gown is 150 dollars because it is for high school at least i know that but yeah Isn't that oh, funny, that's though? sad yeah and then my daughter tough. april too she graduated during covid and man her school pulled out all the stops to try to make them feel special they did the drive-through mm-hmm. thing even had a banner plane flying overhead it's like amazing. congratulations you know class of 2020 or whatever but her main thing is she's got the um t-shirt that says class of 2020 and the zeros are the toilet paper rules <laughs> <laughs> see my nephews had a they had an open house for their graduation but they didn't have i don't think they had a ceremony because they were homeschooled so they don't know what it's like to wear the cap and gown or decorate your motorboard. Is it called a motorboard? The top where people say yes, thanks, I mom and dad, and tape and, and stuff. And yeah, a bit, yeah. Motorboard. I don't know. Motorboard, right? I don't know. <laughs> We're so edumacated around here. <laughs> Did you change your look at all during the pandemic? I know a guy who always had short business haircut like very buttoned up yeah and he let it grow long it's like this bob of a mop it's really curly and he's totally going with it like he's he's leaving it that way yeah lots of guys changed their appearance over the past year and they say it's here to stay over half of men decided to shave their hair off completely and they're loving it 
61% of guys have tried new hairstyles, and 40% of guys during the pandemic decided to grow a beard. Hmm. Your hair, you let it grow longer, right? You used to have it really, really short. Yeah, but that's kind of post-pandemic. Oh, really? It, <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't during? during? Yeah, during. I, I don't know if you remember, but in the front end, when no, cut one, your no one was going anywhere. No one was going anywhere. I mean, we were all locked down, remember? Mm-hmm. And you couldn't go to a barbershop, couldn't go anywhere. And my hair was getting ridiculously long in the front. I mean, like way long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I cut it myself once and it looked okay I, I cut it and didn't tell you guys and nobody said anything so i thought oh it must look okay <laughs> i cut it again and it wasn't that great and i told you guys and then i cut it again and it was awful <laughs> <laughs> my husband and kept the, the last time the last time i cut it i looked like the guy in uh operation the guy I never that you're noticed operating it. on <laughs> yeah, i didn't notice it, it at all that's funny it was bad my husband kept going to his barber through the entire pandemic yeah and they've gone well, from because they were closed remember they were shut remember the reopening it's like okay we're opening bowling alleys tattoo shops and barber shops those were the first businesses that reopened so uh, he must have, have gotten a haircut right before we shut down because he never got long hair. i'm begging him to grow his hair long and it never oh, got yeah. it never even got longish during the pandemic but anyway maybe they, he was cutting it himself and he didn't tell you they've no yeah, well if he didn't tell you how would you know because he wouldn't be very good at cleaning up the hair and i would find it in the bathroom anyway what i was gonna say is so many guys have grown their hair long or i guess shaved it off they've gone from nine chairs to two and they're barely hanging on no kidding the barbershop where my huh. husband goes yeah wow well maybe you guys need to get a haircut yeah, right. keep these people in business <laughs> Did you have a super tight wedding budget? Coming up, this woman's money-saving tips have gone viral. Do you have a super tight wedding budget? Oh, man, I sure did. I can so relate to this. And, um, I, you know, I was in the middle of five girls, so there's not much money for weddings. <laughs> well, this woman's money-saving wedding tips have gone viral on TikTok. Sian is marrying Andy. And she made a video of all the expensive things she's ditching from the wedding um, plans, including getting married on a weekday, saves tons of money, sending texts instead of save the date cards. She's skipping the party favors. She says people leave them on the tables anyway. They don't bring them. Um, She's doing silk flowers instead of real. That's what we did. Um, and they're skipping the wedding cake and doing Krispy Kreme donuts in a tower instead. <laughs> she said she and Andy would way rather put the money toward their honeymoon and starting their lives together hmm. rather than the wedding. Did she put a price tag on how much that saved her? No, but I know our wedding budget was about, I think it was, I think, I thought it was 3000 My husband thought it was only 2000 hmm. That's why, like, I wore my sister's dress. Either way, that's either and, one is a oh, win. Oh, it was tight. It was tight. We did yeah. everything ourselves. And we pulled it off. Of what'd course, we got for, married uh, at the church. What'd you do for wedding cake? A friend, my mom's friend, made married, a cake. Made a cake. Did she it look makes like a traditional wedding, wedding cake, or was it? Yeah, it looked, she does a great oh, job. Good. Yeah, she did it for everybody who got married in our church. What does a wedding cake cost? Oh. What What is the price tag on a wedding cake? I can look it up for you, but I wouldn't well, even that's, if you, be able to tell you. If you've you, recently been pricing wedding cakes, or let's say within, if you have had a wedding within the last five years, like five years ago or coming up within the next year or so, what are wedding cakes running nowadays? I'd just like to know. I'm just curious. Well, I got three daughters too, so just curious. How much does a wedding cake cost? Okay, if you've been planning a wedding, have planned a wedding, or maybe you're like in the wedding planning industry, we would love to know what's the going rate for wedding cakes nowadays. What does it cost for, you know, a really nice wedding cakes? 
Hey, Allie, we're talking about the going rate for a wedding cake nowadays, and you work at Nothing Bunt Cakes, and you can let us know how much does it cost for a wedding cake. We do a two-tiered wedding cake that will feed about 30 people Okay, for $68. Ooh. Now, that sounds nice. crazy reasonable to me. I was expecting someone to call in and say, like, oh, it's $500. Well, you got to keep in mind, yep. hers feeds 30, right? Yes. The bottom tier is a 10-inch cake that feeds uh, 18 to 20 people. The top tier would be an 8-inch cake, which feeds 8 to 10 people. And it's decorated and everything. And how much is it? 68 plus tax. Okay, so let's round it up to 70. So if you had 90 people, you could do three of those, and you're only out uh, like 210 bucks. We also do what we call buntinis. So they're smaller, so you can give it, all your guests can choose their own flavors. They're oh, about one to two fun. bites. Ooh. Buntinis. I'm having buntinis at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so fancy. <laughs> I had to say it like the Big Fat Creek, right? Bunt, buntinis. <laughs> what is a bunt? <laughs> all right. So if you're planning a wedding, you need to hook up with the nothing but cakes people. They can save you some money and have something awesome. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, Shannon. So Kevin was curious because we were talking about that lady that went viral for all her money-saving tips on a wedding. And he was curious with three daughters, how much is a wedding cake What's these days? Going right? Well, actually, I'm in the wedding planning industry, sort of. I kind of do whatever God gets me into. And <laughs> most wedding cakes are close to $1,000 for one that would 300 people. What? 300 people. I mean, I heard the lady a second ago, and I was very shocked because, I mean, I got my wedding cake for 300 people 25 years ago, and it was $350 with a coupon. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that sounds that like... that was with a coupon. Well, it, it sounds like you might want to work with them in the future for people that you're helping plan weddings, and they're like, hey, we need to save some money. Where can we do it? Maybe that'll be a solution for yeah. you. Most of my brides want to use either a family friend, or they do. I've done the Krispy Kreme donut cake. I've done that several times. Now, what does um, that cost? What's the price tag on that? It depends on how many people you're trying to see because you have to multiply it times however much a dozen donuts cost. And okay. again, if they have a coupon for buy one, get one free, uh-huh. I mean, it makes a difference. The coupon wedding queen. So I don't know a parent alive who's not concerned about how all that screen time is affecting their kids, right? I mean, we'll do all kinds of things. We'll buy tracking apps. We'll get a limited plan. We'll have the little basket on the dining room table. Everybody's got to turn their devices in at eight o'clock every night no matter what mm-hmm. you know we'll do all this crazy stuff to try to help our kids develop healthy screen habits but the number one thing that they're saying will help your kids have healthy screen habits is staying off your own phone if you mom and dad model healthy screen habits, which is so them. hard because you know how many <laughs> friends i have that's their only way of making money for the family is, is, is through social their... media yeah because they're like well aside they've got from sponsors those and verified few that have that for most moms and dads it's because they're spending time on facebook or they're checking their work email mm-hmm. or they're doing stuff that you know come after dinner time, you, you shouldn't be checking your work email. It works had enough of you. It's time for the family to have you. And their kids are checking in with their friends and going on TikTok and doing all this other stuff. So if you want them to have those healthy habits, that's what you need to do, mom and dad. And I'll, I'll raise my hand. I'm as guilty as anybody because it, it's so easy, especially with I'm guilty of watching TV shows. 
I Google stuff watching the TV shows all the time, and that will lead to a rabbit hole of Googling. Like you you Google, oh, gee, I, I know I know that actor. What else has he been in? And you see what else he's been in, and then you read his biography, and you're like, oh, he's from Nova Scotia. I wonder what it's like there in the summertime. And then before you know it, you're like eight steps away from what you originally Googled. Well, and be honest, it doesn't stop with Google. Then it's... Oh, I'm so clever. I must tweet this. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> while I'm on here, I'll just check and see what people are doing on social media. Well, wow. I mean, wow, I've got it open. You're the only one I know who, like, does a play-by-play of a TV show you're watching <laughs> on social media. It's so funny. Especially sporting events. Yeah, that or, like, an award show. Award shows. Those are your favorites. Well, they're so easy to make fun of. I mean, the the, the, the fashions and the pretentiousness and then some of the performances are you just have to cut you have to comment on right (laughs) so unfortunately the fingers pointing at us moms and dads if you want your kids to have healthy screen time habits exhibit them for them and they're more likely to be healthy when it comes to screen time I love this part of the show where we check in with our producer, Griffin. He's got a wife, Sarah, and two little kids, a five- and four-year-old. And they just took a road trip. And do you remember what you fought about when you were a kid with road trips? <laughs> like With our family of seven, I remember if someone took their shoes off, Ooh, we were like, ah, oh, put fell. them back on. No good. <laughs> but he's got audio of his kids bickering about the <laughs> dumbest thing, apparently, on the road trip. So, Griff, welcome back from your fabulous road trip with the fam. Now, this was the go visit grandma to make sure you get your inheritance trip, right? I didn't say that. You said that. And you agreed. You I, did, agreed. I didn't disagree. <laughs> well, I hope you guys had a nice time. but. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it, it got a little stressful with the kids bickering in the car. Well, yeah, it was it's a, a long it's trip. A, it's like a six-hour drive. And on the way back, you know, we're an hour or so from home. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kids... The final mile. <laughs> the kids started having a little argument in the back seat. And uh, I tried to get some audio of it. I'll see if you can tell what they're saying. Okay. Did she say, can I poop downstairs? She went, yes. It's the big <laughs> argument. They both had to go when we got home, apparently. And it, the big argument is, who gets to go in the bathroom downstairs? <laughs> and there's two and upstairs and one downstairs. And who has to climb the stairs before they can poop? <laughs> right. Because I guess if you're upstairs, you're all alone, because the rest of the family is downstairs. So they don't want to be all alone upstairs going. So it is a big deal. And when you get older, you want to be Oh, yeah. yeah so exactly. So are you going to have to take turns from now on? They tried to work out a plan, um, you know, going back and forth, but it's this... They can never agree on it. Griff was just happy that they didn't turn on him and go, Dad, you got to stop now. <laughs> no, man, that would not happen. <laughs> That's the impressive thing. An hour away from home, yeah. they had to go and didn't didn't just pesk you into stopping. That's something. No, yeah. They wanted to plan it out on who got to go downstairs. <laughs> and the funny thing is, by the time we got home, they both decided they no longer had to go. <laughs> So it was all for nothing. So then you and Sarah start arguing over who gets upstairs and who gets downstairs. <laughs> Got it. Oh, that's really that's funny. hilarious. Do you have any thermostat wars in your family? <laughs> Kevin talks about it all the time, and oh, that's yeah. why this uh, national story caught my attention. See how your other half would react if you did this to the thermostat. 
So if you're like my co-host, Kevin, and you have thermostat wars at your house, (laughs) um, you'll find this story absolutely fascinating. (laughs) See how your other half would react if you signed up for this program in the great state of Texas. Where, you know, we they're be, they become famous for their power problems. You remember that <laughs> right. mm-hmm. uh, when it was cold. Well, now they're having trouble again now that it's hot. And so one of the programs they're looking at with Austin Energy is you sign up for their power partner program. Wonder <laughs> Twin Powers Activate. And you get a smart thermostat you know it's a it's tied into the internet okay and you allow them you give them permission to adjust your thermostat for you and so when things are really tight they'll like bump it up a couple notches at night right when you're trying to sleep so when you need it most (laughs) they're they're gonna bump it up you give them permission you can opt in or opt out Mm. But can you imagine if your wife, your, her reaction, if you're like, babe, I signed us up for this because we're going to save so much money on our electric bill. What's the supposed upside for the savings? Me? You save money doing money. it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that'd be great for me because I, I like it warmer than my wife likes to keep it. She likes to keep it like Can you imagine how box. she would react? Oh, there's no way. If you said, hey, I signed up for this program and the power company is going to control our thermostat at night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be on the porch. <laughs> Not just the couch. I wouldn't be sleeping on the couch. I'd be sleeping be all on, the the way on the porch. Yeah. You should be like, you know where you can control the th- control the temperature? In your car. How about if you sleep in your car? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't go over well. The uh, thermostat wars are alive and well in my house. My wife likes to set it really, really chilly. I freeze to death. And we went out to dinner with some friends the other night, and we were talking about it. They're, they're going through the same thing. Other really? Yeah, like this she is a universal it, thing, huh? Likes it freezing. They said at night he's sweatpants, sweatshirt, pulls a cover up to his chin while they're watching TV. She's sitting there in sleeveless and shorts, saying, <laughs> "Is it hot in here?" <laughs> right? So it happens. That's it happens funny. All and I told them, I said, between home and here, we've talked about this before. The radio station, for some reason, especially the studios, they keep it so cold in here. Like right now, it's 70 right now, but normally it's it's like mid-60s in here. It gets as low as 64 degrees in here. I said the only time I'm ever comfortable temperature-wise is when I'm driving in the car alone. <laughs> Other than that... <laughs> That's sad. I'm constantly frozen, even in the middle of the summertime. Wow. I'm always, always cold. The other night... We were gonna. My wife and I were gonna play cards, and she said, "Let's sit inside and play cards. It's hot out." I said, "Okay." So I come to the table. I've got on a sweatshirt and sweatpants, and she goes, "You know what? Let's go sit outside." I said, "Hang on a minute." I went and changed clothes, put on shorts <laughs> and a tank top. We sat outside. We played cards a little bit, and she said, "I'm kind of hot out here. Let's go back inside." Hang on a minute. I ran back upstairs Gosh. and put on the sweatpants and the sweatshirt. That's hilarious. Because it was free. Yeah, I mean, the, the thermostat wars are real. You they, need one of these things. My, uh, you know how there was the Snuggie? Yeah. Now there's one like that, but it's like fleece lined. And mm. my niece told me it's all over TikTok. You need one of those. It's like a blanket with sleeves. I can just and then you just whip it on and it on, off. Take it off. Take yeah. it off. Take it off. There That's you go. what you need. That's a good idea. And now I know what to get you for Christmas. <laughs> Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.